Welcome to Market Connections Podcast, where we introduce you to the people, places, and resources that empower you to make better decisions about your finances. And now your host for Market Connections Podcast, Jessica Elgin. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Glad to have you back. Today, we are going to flip the script. So today, I will actually be being interviewed, and Angela Mondado will be interviewing me. So right now, I'm just going to hand the mic over. You're up. Thank you so much, Jessica. What an honor and what a privilege. Thank so, you. Uh, Jessica has been interviewing some other amazing people, and we thought it was really time for her to be in the center. So I'd like to introduce this amazing real estate phenom to you. Uh, this is Jessica Elgin with Red Rock Real Estate. She has been in the real estate business for 23 years, and she's been working as an investor, a realtor, and a coach. And uh, you may have seen her in St. George Health and Wellness and St. George News and many other places. She's just an um, amazing being. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate that. <laughs> I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> I'm excited to be on this end of it too. So Jessica, I know that you work with investors. What types right. of investing are? Can you can you Absolutely. tell us a bit more about that? So there's actually six different types of investing when you're talking about real estate, right? There's probably others out there that someone has a different version of, right? There's variations to each mm -hmm. of these, but the main ones are going to be new homes and you treat those a little bit different than you do resales. Your fix and flip, which is you're going to get something, fix it up, need some work. So I like those when the market demands it, right? Mm -hmm. And then you've also got your commercial properties, your traditional rentals, weekly nightlies, which are fairly new in the real estate industry, right? Mm -hmm. And then also your hotel condos. Now, here's the interesting thing. Hotel condos have been around for quite a while. However, they haven't been known for quite a while and they haven't been in this part of the country. <laughs> so we're, right. we're just getting into those and we're seeing quite a few. Now, my specialty, I actually, I like to work with all of them. I can work with all of them, but the ones that I love are going to be your new homes and hotel condos. Right. That's wonderful. Uh, I know you've done a lot of research on this subject. Mm -hmm. So uh, you've been talking about an 18 year cycle that happens. And I'd love to hear more about that. And I think our audience would too. Okay. So I, I have a physics degree and which means I'm a dork and I love numbers. So I just <laughs> crunch and crunch and crunch. So back in 2000, I started doing some research and I went back to the sixties. And what I did is I looked at homes in Florida, New York, California, Arizona, and Nevada. So I took all five areas. I took graphs. I, I had an entire room that was just butcher paper. So graphs everywhere. And what I discovered is there's this cycle that happens and it happens all the time. And it's not just in one part of the country. Mm -hmm. It happens in different places. So as I'm discovering this and writing it all out, I'm, I, I at the time was teaching investors. So I had an investing course. So I started teaching this as well. Here are the things that you need to watch when you're investing. These are the ones that you want to pay attention to. Um, here's when you're going to make money. Here's when you're going to lose money, right? Right. I just went back and found some of that stuff. And I mean, you talk about spot on to the month, to the week, I can tell you when things are going up and down. Right. Well, since then, I happened to be sharing this with one of the teams that I was coaching and the team lead came up to me and goes, uh, do you know Philip Anderson? And I go, uh, who? And he goes, Philip Anderson. Do you know who Philip Anderson is? And I go, no. And he said, you need to take a look at his book. He handed me this book. This man is much smarter than I am. 
Stanford, Harvard, I don't know, something like that, like crazy smart, right? Mm -hmm. So he actually did the same type of research. And what he found is that not only is there a cycle, but he actually labeled it. So I don't know if you can see the back of this book, but everybody should get it. It's The Secret Life of Real Estate and Banking. He outlines the 18 years of what it is. So it's seven years that you're pretty steady, seven years that you go steep incline, then you have your peak, which he actually dubs the winner's curse. And I love that because it's only two years. And then the big crash, right? Now, here's the interesting thing. So this cycle goes back to the 1800s. But the cool thing about this cycle is this. It's the crash is different every time. So every 18 years, you have this crash. When it happened, that was 09 for us, mm -hmm. right? Depending yeah. on which part of the country, 07 to 011. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in there. When that happens, we all have PTSD from it. So when it comes around this next time, we start, I call it PTSDing all over our children. <laughs> like, don't do that. What are you doing? It's going to crash. It's going to crash. Like we just go into panic mode, right? Because we just experienced it 20 years ago, right. which doesn't seem like that long, right? Right. So that's the first generation. Our children, then when they see it again in 20 years and now their children, right? Mm -hmm. And they go, no, 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 no. They start PTSDing because we gave them PTSD about it, right? right. <laughs> They're like, oh crap. No, mom told me about this. You can't do this. Be careful. So that's now your third generation hears about it. So our children, then our children's children. Well, then what happens is this, our children's children still have a little bit of that lagging, right? Mm -hmm. And mom, grandma, and great grandma are still alive. You could also do it with men. I don't know why I just went women other than I'm a woman. So, right. So now we're telling our great grandchildren, our grandchildren and our children, the same thing, but it's a little less fresh. We're now mm -hmm. 80 years in, right? right. Mm -hmm. So by the time that this fifth year goes, our original person has passed away. Mm -hmm. It's been a hundred years. So you don't have the source of the PTSD anymore, right? Right. So all of a sudden we forget what's going on. This is 09. When that happens, so about every 100 years, we see a huge crash, right? And it all starts back again. And you can watch this for centuries. We mm -hmm. have centuries of data that show this same exact cycle happening, not just in the United States, by the way. So it is something that follows. It is truly the life of real estate and what happens. So right. as I'm talking to people and we're going in, I let them know where we are in the cycle. So you hear me talk about it all the time. My clients, my coaching clients, everybody get really sick of hearing about the cycle, right? But right. it's what makes us money. It's why we know how to buy four homes in one year and not buy any the next year, right? right. Because mm -hmm. we're watching this. Right. And just to let you know where we're at, we just hit, we're just hitting the dip. We'll have a year that is flat. When you hit that, the dip itself, it's flat. Right. The next two years go up after that. So you have one year that's real steady. So you can still pick up homes this year. You're just not going to make any appreciation on them, mm -hmm. which is just fine, right? Yeah. If you know what you're looking for. After that, you've got two years that average, if you're in a hot spot, anywhere from 10 to 11%. It's actually a little higher than that, but I like to keep my numbers conservative, right? Right. So you've got two very good years. After that, we start the cycle again. It starts with a seven-year period that ends where we just ended, and then it goes up. So if you're looking at investing, pick up stuff in the next year, and you're going to be able to maximize your appreciation. When we go up that seven-year period, it's very steady and very consistent and slow. Six, eight percent is an amazing number for that. Um, and we see eight to ten 
come up, mm. but then we don't see the higher. The next seven years, we start peaking again. We start the cycle again, right? So, and you can feel it. If you've been in it more than once, you can actually feel the energy in the air and with the builders and the developers and everybody, right? right. So you can just, you know what's coming. So when it comes to here, buy anytime you can, <laughs> because yeah. they don't, we don't usually have inventory, right? So right. we're like, grab whatever you possibly can and hold on to it. And then right before you want to sell, I never wait till the top right? Mm -hmm. I never, ever wait to sell until I can get the maximum out because I don't want to miss it by one month and be really sad. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, I don't want to chase the market. <laughs> and if I start chasing the market, then I need to set out for two to three years. <laughs> so, right. cause that's going to be it. Right. So if Absolutely. you can watch that, it kind of takes this fear out of investing. Right. And that's that cycle process is, is applicable in every area of our life. And when you so can start true. seeing the patterns within yourself and uh, how it relates to your home and the and purchasing and buying and selling and all of that. Um, I love it, that. It's really it's really important to understand cycles in all levels. So, yeah. Uh, tell us more about some of the other cycles. Mm, there are there are there are local cycles. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is my favorite. I'll have a client from California. Well, we normally sell a lot during the summer. Oh, that's awesome for you. I'm glad. <laughs> Great. Or we sell a lot in October. Oh, that's awesome. Guess what? We don't here. <laughs> so right. here's our cycle locally. We actually, and normally about October, November, I start carrying a five-year graph of the last five years because everybody thinks the sky is falling when it comes to October. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, nothing's happening. What are we going to do? The whole sky is falling. Our market is crashing. I knew it was coming, right? Every right. year. It doesn't matter. So I can sit them down and I say, let me just show you the last five years. And our graph is exactly the same. Doesn't matter if it's election. Doesn't matter anything. Like none of that matters. All that matters. It doesn't matter where we are in this 18-year cycle. We still have the same bumps and, and mm -hmm. valleys, right? Hills and right. valleys. So when we go through about October, November, December, we slow down. Doesn't mean that our prices drop, but the number of homes that are on the market and the number of homes that sell go down. Okay. So right. your number of units. So I was just tracking million dollar homes and it, I had some very specific parameters mm -hmm. between October, November, and December, we sold eight. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. In January. And by the way, we're only January 27th here. Mm -hmm. So we're not even through the end of the month. Right. We've already sold 20 some, right? Like <laughs> right. what? <laughs> we just doubled what we did in three months. In less than a month. So, and if you go back before that, it's even higher, right? So it, it right. just follows the trend. January 15 is when St. George picks up. And it is this year we were one week early, which I haven't seen in the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I've actually gone back and tracked all of St. George back to 2003, 20 some years, but I've only done the, that particular trend for the past five, 10 years, right? So right. It's, it's like 10 years. So in the past 10 years, this is the first time we started a week early. So we started one week earlier, but pretty much you can bank on January 15th. The market's going to pick up. You'll start having phone calls again. If you're a real estate agent, then all of a sudden your phone rings and you're like, what the crap? Hasn't rang for three months, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh, and by the way, I need money now. <laughs> so it's good. It's great. Right. And then everybody kind of wakes up. That peaks about March. So in March, we peak out, then mm -hmm. we still stay high. We're still appreciating, meaning our prices are still going up mm -hmm. and the amount of inventory is still good all the way through June, July, August, we start slowing down. September is dead. 
because here our school starts in the beginning of September and it is a very family oriented community. So even though our number of retirees is huge here, is overwhelming, it still follows that same trend. So you, what you see is that that month is almost zeroed out, right? Mm -hmm. Almost like October, November, and December. Then what happens is we have a steady up until, so I'd say a medium growth, somewhere more medium high, Mm -hmm. all the way until October. (laughs) So you've got one more month that's pretty decent, or I'm sorry, October, November, December are low, and then you start going again. So you're good to go. So that's our annual cycle here, right? The other one that we have is the election year. And that one is across the nation. Mm -hmm. So with the election year, what you have is this. Right before, you're going to see about four months, three months, right in there. Sometimes it's as much as six, depending on how the campaigns are going. Mm -hmm. You're going to see everybody start freaking out. So, yeah, nobody wants to. And buyers will pull out. Sellers will pull out. It's rather frustrating. Right. Because, well, what if the economy is going to crash? What if we get a bad president? What if da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. I have tracked this back to the 60s. It doesn't matter incumbent or new. It doesn't matter if they are Republican or Democrat. It doesn't matter if it's heated or not. And I love this part. Every time they're like, but we've never had an election this bad. Really? Because that's (laughs) what was said last time. And by the way, do you remember Reagan Bush? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) come on. Let's 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 talk some bad ones. Right. So there have been or Clinton or, you know, like we've had some pretty heated, bad election years. Mm -hmm. But it always seems like this is the ultimate. This is where it's at. So we get into that and we just we go into panic mode. And what happens, what I love is this. So we do the election. Right. Mm -hmm. The president doesn't take office for a little bit. But the the normal society does not realize that. So what they do is as soon as that election result comes out, all of a sudden home sales increase. It is, you can bank on it. Oh, the other thing you can bank on during an election year is a decrease in interest rates. So, Oh yeah, of course. Right. It's a great piece. While I was in presidency, (laughs) the, the interest rates went down. <laughs> so you want to buy Just a house the uh, second week in November then? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. When people are still panicking, it is a great time. The only thing is that it can be frustrating mm-hmm. if you don't have the temperament for waiting through that because your right. seller might pull out. Right. 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 Which is, which can be if for somebody who is not an avid or a seasoned or an educated investor becomes very frustrating, becomes very scary. What wonderful information for investors, for buyers, for sellers. Um, This is, this is so fascinating. I, I am so grateful for this information. And um, so with all that in mind for people who are thinking about selling their home right now, right. um, Let's, let's take that a little bit deeper and how it applies to a person's decision-making process today. That is a great question. So I always say there's any time you are getting into the market. So we'll start there, right? Mm-hmm. So first time home buyers, mm-hmm. anytime you're getting in, there is never a good time. It's like having a baby. The timing is never going to be perfect. <laughs> when the market is good, you're worried because you're competing against so many people, right? Mm-hmm. When the market is bad, you're worried because you're getting screwed Mm-hmm. on your interest rates. Right. Right. So it's never, ever going to be ideal. What's important is that you get in because the one thing you can bank on is that this trend is always increasing. 
over time. So it doesn't matter where in the cycle you get in, just get in. Same thing with selling. So mm-hmm. yeah, there are times when you can sell a little bit more and a little bit less, but if it's for a personal use, if this is your primary residence, most of the time we're selling something and getting into something that's comparable, right? Right. So if we are, it doesn't matter where the market is. Right. What matters is what we need personally. We're having a baby and it's time to grow. And now we've got four kids in a two bedroom house. It might be time to expand, right? Right. Or vice versa. We're now empty nesting, right? Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden our kids, our last one just flew the coop and we've got a five bedroom house. Who wants to clean that? (laughs) (laughs) When no one's in it. (laughs) So it's time to go ahead and take that off and and actually move into something else. Um, Here's the other thing to consider is when you go to sell, you don't always have to sell, Mm -hmm. right? You can also keep it as a rental. You can keep it as a vacation home. You can keep it as, you know, there are other things you can do if you want to take advantage of the market. So if you are just hitting that peak where it's going to go up and you have the ability to buy a second home, mm-hmm. buy the one that you want to live in and keep it through that. Right. Right. But if you know that in the next, so let's say we're four years from it and you know, in the next five years, you're going to want to sell, you might want to go ahead and get rid of it. Right. Like right. <laughs> where are we at? So right. it depends on where we are in the cycle. So I don't think there's a good or a bad time for it. For people who are seasoned buyers and sellers, they understand the value of having a real estate agent assist them in their process. But for someone who's kind of new to it, maybe somebody thinks, you know, maybe I'll just sell my house on my own. Um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the value that uh, a really seasoned, amazing, wonderful real estate agent such as yourself can do for them to add value to their life. I think it's important. Um, I am a very good real estate agent in St. George, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's important to know. Mm -hmm. I am not a really great real estate agent in New York. I'm not a really great real estate agent in Florida. I have a great referral network where I can get you a really great agent in one of those areas. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about those cycles, I just told you about the cycle in St. George. Mm -hmm. That does not apply in other markets. Right. And unless they're in there, unless they're working 60 hours a week and they're going through it and they're buying and selling themselves and they're buying and selling for their clients, you don't know. And often in many markets like our own, we'll have people from other markets who feel like they can sell here Mm -hmm. and they try to and their clients are unhappy. Right. Right. And we see it all the time. So it's we we love as realtors here. We love having the extra help. We love having the extra support, the extra marketing. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that we they actually have to rely on us very heavily mm-hmm. to know what's going on local trends, because even four hours away, it's a lot different. Yeah. Right. So the important thing is that you get somebody that's local. The other thing to remember is if it's that diverse going location to location, mm-hmm. Think about if you're not working in it 60 hours a week, how are you going to get all these trends? How are you going to know this? You can know all the information in the world, but if you don't live it, feel it, drink it, eat it, it's not going to be there because it shifts like that. You know, it's, it's something that happens Mm -hmm. just momentarily, you know? So that's, I think that's important, but having someone that can guide you is important. Right. And in every area of life, having an expert who knows 
that area, that field so well is such a benefit because people are busy. Yeah. So to have a, a really seasoned, skilled real estate agent like yourself is yeah. such an incredible, incredible gift. It's, it's fun. Uh, and and, and uh, as a numbers girl, uh, I'd love to hear some more numbers about. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you this. So there is, um, there's one more cycle I didn't tell you about, and this is your new new subdivision cycle. And again, this is across the country. This isn't just unique to us, right? So this is where you look at a home and it actually has a life cycle. So it starts at a very flat, it looks just like a bell. Starts flat for the first two years in a community. Desert color was so fun to watch because you could see this. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it starts taking off and you've got some great, so my, my hand actually signifies the amount of appreciation in that area, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go almost straight up. Mm -hmm. And it is fabulous, the appreciation that happens. Well, you're at about year two by the time you start peeking out. Right. These you can signify there's no gas station, there's rock roads in, there's no um, convenience store. You don't have a fast food. You don't have anything in yet, right? So right. no amenities. Mm -hmm. As you start increasing, you're going to get your appreciation to go up. That's years three all the way up to seven mm -hmm. is almost straight up. So if you can get into a development within the first seven years, it's gold, right? Yeah. It's also why when I pick up a brand new home in, in new construction, I don't sell it right away. Why would I? I'm just going to try and get the same thing somewhere else. So right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep what I have. But then at about year seven, you have it start teetering off. Mm -hmm. When it starts teetering off, it hits the top of that bell and it starts going. It's still fast. It's still good, but it goes all the way up to year 17, so it's a big, a big time period, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's almost flat and you can watch it. Then you've got between 17 and 23, it's pretty flat. And now what happens is this, by the way, at the beginning of this right here, where we started going straight up, you start getting gas stations, you start getting a, a restaurant, you start getting convenience stores, different things happen, right? Mm -hmm. Up here, what happens is this, all of a sudden you have payday loans come in, all of a sudden you have um, your gas stations turn into convenience stores. Mm -hmm. It's because people that are there want to stay there. They don't want to go outside of their community, right? Mm -hmm. So they want everything very convenient and very close. So things just start flipping as mm -hmm. to what they are. That goes down for a little bit and then it pretty much shoots down, right? So you've got no appreciation. You're, you're dead in the water. You will have a decrease for a minute and then it'll flatten out. And we see this right now um, in St. George. We've got some areas that you can see like that where mm -hmm. I like to, to follow the trends is with our mobile homes because our mobile homes are right at this part where we're flat now. Right. Right. So, and it's easy for us to see because we can easily pull them out mm -hmm. so we can go, okay, when we're doing our search, we pull it out and this is where we are in the cycle, but it's like a bell curve. The whole thing just is a bell curve and that's the life cycle of a home itself. Just amazing. Cool. Amazing. It's so fun to watch it over and over. <laughs> Can you tell us briefly a little bit about your coaching? Yes. So I do coaching. Um, I do it one-on-one -on -one for businesses, for investors, and for realtors. Which I love to do. Well, I can tell you firsthand. I just uh, I just went through this process yeah. with Jessica in the uh, real estate phenom jumpstart class, and it was so fabulous, just so phenomenal. I and I my I have the deepest respect and admiration for you and all that you've given. And 
Uh, I, what that. I what I notice about you as a human being is that every person you meet, you leave them better than you found them. You add value to every single person. I hope so. Being <laughs> so personable and so loving and genuinely interested and caring about every person. So I know your clients Thank have just you. had incredible experiences with you and you, you have uh, testimonials, uh, you know. <laughs> I do love my clients. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that go, uh, that go quite a ways. Yeah. And uh, if you have the opportunity, if you're a real estate agent, you have the opportunity to get mentoring with Thank Jessica. You. She's she's just absolutely the best. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home, you're going to get the greatest attention and uh, research and, and Appreciate that. Um, everything that you need, yeah. no matter where you're at in the cycle, <laughs> no matter where you're so at at the bell curve. That. Yeah. Well, and it's, <laughs> she's, she's going to add to your life. It's interesting when you go back to the coaching. So I am a pretty intense coach, mm -hmm. as you know, Why I love you. <laughs> you just went through it, right? <laughs> yes. So it's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. Right. I, I do handpick who I work with and, um, I, I do push, like I want to get the, I want you to get the most out of it. Right. And I want to get the most out of you. Right. <laughs> so I want to see where you can go because I love to watch people explode and flourish and they just bloom and blossom. Right. Right. So fun. And it's it's the same for your clients and yes. their homes to get the best same out thing. of their their purchase experience or their selling. That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here with you today, hey. Jessica. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> This has been Market Connections Podcast with Jessica Elgin. Get answers about real estate, business, and financial coaching by emailing marketconnectionspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Market Connections Podcast with Jessica Elgin. This has been a production from a podcast studio.